InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Can the American legal system be improved? Well, just ask someone who thinks they've been sued for a frivolous reason. Lawsuits seem to be filed for everything from a lost pair of pants to coffee that's too hot. And a recent study points to one solution for the epidemic of nuisance lawsuits, which cost hundreds of billions a year. To tell us more, we welcome Marie Griffin to InfoTrack. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me on. Marie, you're a senior fellow with the Manhattan Institute for Policy Research. The Manhattan Institute is a New York-based think tank, and you've done a study and report on this situation. How big is this problem? How does American litigation compare with other countries around the world? Well, we litigate more often and more expensively than any other country I'm aware of. We spend about 2%, it goes up and down year by year, but about 2% of our gross domestic product on the direct costs of litigation, basically paying lawyers and the transaction costs of running courts. That's about twice as much as our friends in Britain, France, Germany, Canada, and Australia spend, between two and three times as much as that. So basically, we're spending a larger share of our larger wealth on litigation. It's disproportionate, and that's basically the nature of our problem. Well, it does seem like the news, you constantly read these stories about these crazy lawsuits. Is it really about lawyers wanting to make the maximum income? Is that what it's really about? Well, you can't really be surprised that people who are lawyers are trying to maximize their income or, you know, do as well as they can given the rules of the game. The problem is that our rules of the game are wrong. They're set up badly. Right now, we are almost alone in the world in having what's called the American rule for attorney's fees. And basically what that means is that each party to a civil lawsuit has to pay their own lawyer out of their own pocket, no matter who's right and who's wrong. This is a almost unique rule to the United States. Most other countries have what I call a loser-pays system, and that just means that the winner of a civil lawsuit can seek reimbursement for his or her attorney's fees from the losing party of the civil lawsuit. And that's a very intuitive idea. The idea is that the person who's legally in the right, that person is not to blame for the fact that legal process has been invoked, whether they're the plaintiff or the defendant. On the other hand, the person who's legally in the wrong should cover the cost of the litigation. That would certainly dampen down the enthusiasm people have to sue just at the drop of a hat. This has apparently had the main effect of fewer lawsuits in other countries, right? We believe so. It's hard to compare other countries to our country because there are a lot of other things that are different in other countries besides just their loser-pays rule. But there's an enormous amount of research, and there's sort of wide consensus among people that have studied the issue that loser-pays rules discourage what I call low-merit lawsuits or nuisance lawsuits. And that is basically lawsuits have a very low probability of winning if you actually go to trial. Under our American rule, there's an incentive to file those lawsuits anyway because defendants will be willing to pay something to settle them in order to avoid incurring the costs of defense, even if they think they're probably going to win. But under a loser-pays rule, you see, they're not willing to settle these lawsuits. They're not willing to settle them for very much because they realize if they take a bad lawsuit to trial and win, they can actually recover their legal expenses. 
Our guest is Marie Griffin, senior fellow with the Manhattan Institute for Policy Research, and we're talking about how a loser pays rule would improve the American legal system. Marie, wouldn't this type of a rule have a negative effect on people who have a low income who might want to sue because of some situation that developed? This is a very important and serious question that is raised about loser pay. And if it were true, I think it would be a fairly devastating objection. But fortunately, this problem of access to justice for people with modest means but strong legal claims is solved around the world by a product called legal expenses insurance. Now, you don't have to pay monthly premiums in advance for this insurance. It can be bought for a surprisingly reasonable price at the time that a lawsuit is filed, not before. And the cost of the insurance is often advanced by the plaintiff's attorney, the same way that the plaintiff's attorney advances the costs of, say, expert witnesses or transcripts or photocopying. Customarily, those costs are not recovered from unsuccessful plaintiffs. So it's essentially free to plaintiffs unless they win or settle the case, in which case they have to go ahead and pay what the premium was on the insurance. Marie, you know, this sounds like a good plan, but is it realistic to think this would ever pass with the lobbying dollars of the legal system in our country? Well, I think in the short term, federal reform is not on the horizon. However, most litigation takes place in state courts, not federal courts. And so you can solve most of our nuisance litigation problems through state-level reform. And at the state level, I'm encouraged. There are a lot of legal reform experiments going on around the country, especially with medical malpractice reform, for example. So, yes, I do think that it's possible to get a reform like this passed. Marie, if this changed state by state, wouldn't that encourage some lawyers to perhaps shop around for the most favorable state? This is already a rampant practice. The short answer to your question is yes, that would be true. Are many of these frivolous lawsuits in any particular category, such as medical lawsuits, or are they just across the board? They're, to some extent, across the board. I would say they're a little more prevalent in consumer contract-type claims, where you're basically saying that you didn't get the benefit of your bargain from the purchase of some item or service, or tort claims where you allege that a defendant's negligence caused you a personal physical injury. So those would be examples of areas where these are a little more common. But really, low-merit lawsuits can be filed of almost any variety. If we cut the number of lawsuits or legal cases by half in this country, it would seem that would have an effect in many areas, such as the prison populations or just the backups in courtrooms, all of those things throughout the whole system. It would also probably unemploy a lot of attorneys. Yes, so that's why uh, loser pays is not necessarily that popular with the bar, because naturally plaintiff's lawyers are against it, but many defense lawyers aren't that happy about the idea either, because less litigation means less work for them too. Anything else you can add about this or what the average person can do to perhaps make this happen and improve our legal system out there? Well, I think what we're trying to do is just put out careful research and also opinion editorials and more popular forms of communication to demonstrate that this idea is not a scary idea. It's the thing that almost the entire rest of the world does. It's very intuitively just, 
And with a good insurance system, you can provide access to justice for people who have solid meritorious claims, even if they don't have much money. And I think that's the important message to get out. Marie Griffin, Senior Fellow with the Manhattan Institute for Policy Research, and you can check out their website. It's manhattan-institute.org. Marie, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. Next, how we can end America's energy dependence, save lives, and stop wasting billions. Stay with us. That story's next. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.